Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews is brought to you by Spirituality and Health Magazine, The Soul Body Connection. Visit SpiritualityHealth.com today. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living. You know, we're currently in a relationship crisis. Not only are we stumbling around in the dark when it comes to marriage and other forms of primary commitment, but we're just as blind when it comes to work relationships and friendships. We stumble for two reasons. One, we have not been taught how to relate in healthy ways. And two, we are evolving to an entirely new way of relating, a way that is being shown to us by the crisis itself. And today, we're going to be talking to someone who will show us one way to relate from an entirely new perspective. Gary Zukoff has transformed the way millions of people view themselves, their relationships, and the world around them. His groundbreaking book on spirituality, The Seat of the Soul, has sold 3 million copies in the United States alone and spent 31 weeks at number one on the New York Times bestseller list, remaining on the list for almost three years. He's a frequent guest of Oprah, and his work has been published in 24 languages. Now, in his first major book since The Seat of the Soul, Gary reveals to us today a revolutionary new path for spiritual growth in Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power, a book that is meant to reveal a new human relationship dynamic. Not just for married or committed couples, the lessons in this book tell us about the steps to discovering a profound way of relating that enables and empowers the individuals in a relationship to reach their true potential and discover their authentic power. So today we're going to be talking all about how to form and maintain a spiritual partnership and about the concept of authentic power. Welcome, Gary, to the show. I'm so glad that you've come back to talk with us again today. Thank you, Andrea. It's a delight to be here again. Okay. Well, let's just sort of jump right in there. Um, Let's get first, you know, a definition of what do you mean by spiritual partnership? What is that? Partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. In other words, it's a dynamic relationship. It's got its own own operative dynamics. It's a new relationship for a new human species. We are the new human species. Okay, so what is different about us now that makes it possible for us to develop a spiritual partnership? Our perception is expanding beyond the limitations of the five senses. In other words, from our origin as a species until recently, we thought the world was what we could taste and hear and touch and see and smell. But now we are in new evolutionary territory. We are evolving in a new way, and that is because we are acquiring another sensory system. The five senses together form a single sensory system whose object of detection is physical reality. But we as a species and individually are acquiring another sensory system. And that system detects intelligence and wisdom and compassion that are real but not physical. Now we have more sensory systems than one. We're becoming or we have become multi-sensory. And that changes everything. 
it brings a new potential with us. Our evolution has shifted onto a new path. It requires more than just surviving now. That's the five-century mode of evolving. And it also changes our understanding of power in a surprising and profound way. And in addition to that, it enables us to see our relationships in ways that we've never been able to see them before and to use them in ways that we've never been able to use them before to grow spiritually. Okay. All right. So we're going to explore that some more. But first I want to get a little bit clearer on the definition of authentic power because I know that power, we all know that power is typically thought of as a control. But that's not at all what you mean by this, is it? No, it's not. Authentic power is the alignment of your personality with your soul. The alignment of you with the highest part of yourself that you can possibly reach for. The part of you that intends harmony and cooperation and sharing and reverence for life. When you align yourself with this part of yourself, with your soul, you create authentic power. Your experiences change. What you create changes. How you live your life changes. Your life begins to fill with meaning and purpose and joy. And as you continue to create the other kind of power, the original kind of power, the ability to manipulate and to control, that's external power, your life drains of energy. In other words, pursuing the ability to manipulate and to control things and situations and others in order to make ourselves feel more secure or better, is now a dead end. What used to be good medicine has become toxic, and in its place is a new understanding of power. And our new relationships, if they are going to serve us, are based on that new understanding of power, the alignment of your personality with your soul. That's how you create authentic power, and that's what spiritual partners support one another in doing. Okay, so um, in that process, then we're support we're we're helping each other to become more closely aligned with the soul, the personality, and the soul closely aligned. We do that in a partnership. So, how does one create a spiritual partnership? You create spiritual partnerships by creating authentic power, and as you do that, you draw to you others who are also interested in the same thing, who want relationships of more substance and more depth. In other words, it won't work just to walk up to someone and say, would you like to be my spiritual partner? Like, uh, would you like to go out and play today? Because not all people are interested in looking at the parts of themselves that are keeping them from creating with love. Not all people are interested in looking at themselves, especially when they're upset or they're angry or they feel betrayed or they're um, jealous, or they feel superior or inferior, or they can't stop eating or drinking or watching pornography. But when you create authentic power, you go straight in to all of the parts of your personality that prevent you from living a constructive, loving, creative, vital, joyful life. And you heal them yourself. You exercise your own demons. That's the creation of authentic power. Creating authentic power is really simple. It is learning to distinguish within yourself the difference between fear 
and love and choosing love. The rest is practice. And spiritual partners help one another in that practice. Each spiritual partner does his or her own work. Only I can create authentic power when I feel angry or judgmental or superior or I feel invisible and I want to please. Only I can experience these things in myself in very specific ways, which we'll go into, and challenge them by not acting on them. Only I know what my intentions are, and only I can change my intention. But my spiritual partners can help me. For example, I may uh, find myself speaking in a way that's judgmental, and I don't really realize it in the moment. And a spiritual partner might ask me, Gary, do you think you might have a frightened part of your personality active right now? And I can take a look at that. If I become defensive, if I say, no, of course not, then I know that my spiritual partner uh, has put her finger on something that I should look at. Is, is, is this making sense, Andrea? Absolutely. So what you're saying is that uh, your spiritual partner is kind of a mirror you can look into. Yes. The world is a mirror that you're always looking into. And whoever you meet, whatever you encounter, it, it, it's, it stimulates and activates emotions in you. Some of them are emotions that originate in fear, and some are emotions that originate in love. And spiritual partners know that this is the dynamic that characterizes the earth school, that this is what a life on the earth is. It's a continual unfolding opportunity to grow spiritually by looking at your reactions, especially when you're upset and challenging those parts of your personality. In other words, you can look at your personality as not a single thing, but having many different aspects or parts. For example, one part is angry, one part's jealous, another is vengeful, another feels superior and inferior, or another feels inferior, and all those things that I just that I just mentioned. All of those parts of your personality we can put into one category and we'll give it the generic name of fear. The f- frightened parts of your personality, the fear-born parts, the parts that originate in fear, have a couple of things in common. Number one, they all hurt when you experience them. They hurt physically. For example, when you're angry, if you put your attention on your, in your chest area, for example, or in your throat area, or in your solar plexus area, and find what physical sensations are there, look for real physical sensations like uh, 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 stabbing, throbbing, burning, aching, contraction. All of those physical sensations you'll find, like the ones I just named, are uncomfortable or they're painful. And if when you act on a when you act on a frightened part of a, your personality, one that has these physical sensations to remind you that it's active, you create painful consequences for yourself. Now, when a loving part of your personality is active, the physical sensations in these same areas, for example, your throat, chest, and solar plexus area will feel wonderful. They'll feel expansive or warm or vibrating. They'll feel good. And when you act on the loving parts of your personality, they create constructive, healthy consequences for you. For example, the loving parts of your personality are the parts of your personality that are grateful, patient, caring, uh, content, 
in awe of life. And so as you begin to develop the ability through your emotional awareness, which means becoming aware of the physical sensations in your body, to distinguish between the loving parts and the frightened parts, you can then begin to choose to act on the loving parts and not act on the frightened parts. And here's where the rubber meets the spiritual road. When you're so angry that you can hardly talk, that you want to lash out with your fist or your words, or when you want to drink so much that you can't think of anything else, or you can't stop shopping or eating or watching pornography, when you are needing to please someone and you you just need to see the other person smile, or you can't stop talking. These are times when you can put your attention inside of yourself, develop emotional awareness, see what physical sensations you're experiencing in these three areas, and there's another four energy processing centers, put it that way, in your body. And whenever you feel painful sensations there, don't act on it. Don't act on it, and you won't create the painful consequences that you've created by acting on them in the past. And every time you challenge a frightened part of your personality like that, you cultivate a loving part. And as you challenge the frightened parts again and again, repeatedly, they begin to lose their power over you. And that's how you create authentic power, choice by choice, decision by decision, with your own volition and your own awareness. Okay, so so really aligning yourself with your soul is getting in touch with the part of you that's really more authentic, which is the love, and 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 sort of recognizing, but um, suspending the action element of 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 a, sort of the more difficult or painful reactions. That's exactly right. You learn how to respond instead of react. For example, if you get angry and you habitually have shouted when you're angry. And instead of shouting, you turn your attention inward. Even if you feel you're justified in shouting, and you will, because the frightened parts of your personality are always justified in what they want to do, and they always feel right and entitled. But when you turn your attention inward instead of shouting, in this particular example, and feel the physical sensations in your body, and you have the courage to stay with them because they're so painful, and while you're doing that, you choose instead to act in the most healthy way that you can, that's challenging that part of your personality. You're doing a lot of things that are different and in the process growing. Exactly. All right, so we're going to be back in a few more minutes. We've got some definitions now and some clarity about what it is that this spiritual partnership is about. We're going to talk some more about that in just a few minutes with Gary Zukoff. Stay tuned. for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. Think of the world. 
50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Tired of the government squandering your tax dollars on bailouts and overpaid bureaucrats? On Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Mike Beitler and his guests explain why big government regulations are the problem and innovative businesses and free markets are the solution. Listen to Free Markets with Dr. Mike Beitler, Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Business Network. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor in sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying, thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor in sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back, thanking me for my concerns, and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back talking today with Gary Zukoff about his latest book, Spiritual Partnership. And this show is sponsored by Spirituality and Health Magazine, The Soul Body Connection, one of America's most prestigious spiritual magazine magazines. It publishes six times a year and offers an amazing array of information for the seeker, both in print and online. Check them out at www.spiritualityhealth.com. Check out the article, Four Awakenings to Compassion by Alan Hamilton in the June-July issue. And September-October issue is coming soon. So, okay, what we've done today so far is we've defined what spirituality, a spiritual partnership is. We've defined um, authentic power, and we've talked a little bit about um, how you gain authentic power and what it means to be in a spiritual partnership. And now I want to sort of get down to how that becomes much more applicable in a, in, in a person's life. And the first thing I want to ask, Gary, is um, we talked about the two different uh, sides, the, the, the love as one potential option and the, the fear as another potential option in terms of action. What I'm wondering is 
is it possible for the love part of us, which is our soul, to love the fear or the frightened part of us? There's a more accurate way to approach this, I think, uh, Andrea. Do that for me. (laughs) Okay. The frightened parts of your personality, such as the parts that are angry and jealous or vengeful or uh, feel superior and entitled or inferior and invisible, are not going to change. And if by love them you mean let them have their way to do what they want to do, they'll continue to create what they've created for you all of your life. And if you look at your life, you'll see that's always been painful, very painful, to encounter the consequences that these parts of your personality create. So challenging a frightened part of your personality doesn't mean going to war with it. On the contrary, it means experiencing it fully. I would never suggest, I do not suggest, that anyone in any way repress or suppress or deny an emotion. On the contrary, go into it, and go into it in a specific way, go into it somatically. That means put your attention in certain areas of your body, which you'll learn about when you read Spiritual Partnership, such as your throat and your chest and your solar plexus, as I mentioned. Look for physical sensations there, because they'll be there. And these physical sensations that accompany a frightened part of your personality, in fact, that alert you that one is active, are painful. While you're experiencing that pain, choose the healthiest choice that you can in that moment. That's the challenge to a frightened part of your personality. And as you do that, that frightened part of your personality that's angry or jealous isn't going to get less angry or less jealous. It's still going to be angry, it's still going to be jealous, and it's still going to hurt when you encounter it. But you're going to become very familiar with it. Your fear of your fear is going to gradually leave you so that when it comes again, these painful physical sensations, these critical thoughts, you'll recognize them, but you won't need to act on them. They won't instantly control you like they do now. And eventually, their control over you will disintegrate. And as you create authentic power, you move in the direction that your soul wants you to move. That is, you cultivate the loving parts of your personality. These are the parts that are already aligned with your soul, the parts that are grateful and appreciative and caring and considerate and patient. And the loving parts of your personality begin to fill more of your awareness and your experience until only they exist. That is how you create authentic power. It's not an event. It's a process. And the the characteristics of an authentically empowered personality are humbleness, clarity, forgiveness, and love. You create that in yourself, and that's our evolutionary path now. And you create it by becoming aware of everything within you that prevents you from creating with harmony and cooperation and sharing and reverence for life, which are the intentions of the soul. In other words, these are the parts of your personality that you were born to heal. You might say they're your curriculum in the earth school. And until you change them, you don't change. And you continue to create the painful consequences that you have created with them. Eventually, you'll make the connection between the choices that you make and the experiences that you encounter, and then you'll begin to change. 
as you consciously utilize your multi-sensory perception, your intuition, as you read books like Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power, and The Seat of the Soul, you will accelerate your spiritual growth. And you'll see the changes that you make in your life. And you'll like those changes. And you'll want to make more of them. And then you're on the spiritual path. You're not depending upon anyone else to change you. You're not just wishing or hoping or visualizing. All of those things, if they're positive, can be helpful. But until you decide to change yourself, until you set the intention to change, you won't change. And when you do change, for the better, as you cultivate the loving parts of your personality, you create authentic power, and that is spiritual growth. So it's not that you say, I love the part of me that is bigoted. I love the part of me that hates. I love the part of me that feels superior or that feels inferior. That won't work. That part of you doesn't love anything. It's not capable of loving. And until you challenge it, it won't change. And as you do challenge it, it will lose its control over you. It's not a battle. It's simply deciding what you're going to do with your life. Are you going to have that next drink when you can't think of anything but some more bourbon? Are you going to have sex with another willing sexual partner the next time you encounter one? Are you going to keep eating even if you're already 50 pounds overweight? Are you going to keep judging people and lashing out with them with your thoughts or your words or your energy? Or are you going to become one who appreciates others, who has decided not to act in anger no matter how angry you feel? Are you going to become one who is willing to look and find constructive things to see in other people rather than focusing on the faults that you've always focused on before? These are questions that only you can ask and answer. And by you, I'm talking to everyone who's listening to us now mm-hmm. and to right. myself. Okay, so so it sounds to me, and maybe this is a bad analogy, but help me with this. It sounds to me that what we're talking about is when we encounter, when the love, uh, the soul, the love, encounters the frightened or painful part, it's a little bit like working with a child where you say, okay, I hear you, I know you're scared, I know you're afraid, but... <clears throat> Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to honor. We're not going to live the fear. We're going to we're going to take care of you by doing something different. It's something like that. It's not we're going to take care of you by doing something different, and it's not the soul that encounters the frightened parts of your personality. It's you. Okay. You encounter them. You become angry. Your soul does not become angry. You become jealous. You want to exploit someone else financially or emotionally or sexually or psychologically. And you need to make the decision whether to do that or not. And the way to do that requires two elements. Any change in yourself requires two things. It requires your will and your volition. Uh, Pardon me, those are the same thing. It requires your awareness and your will, which is your volition. Because until you're aware of something in yourself, you can't change it. For example, until you're aware that the part of you that feels better about Uh, than other people, or feel superior, or part of you that feels inferior to other people, until you become clearly aware of that, you can't change it, and it won't change. But that's where emotional awareness comes in, learning to recognize the physical sensations in your body and the thoughts that you're thinking and the intention that you're holding. 
because the intention of a frightened part of your personality will always be to pursue external power, to manipulate or to control something in order to feel better or more safe itself. Until you become aware of those parts of your personality, you can't change them. It's not your soul. You can't change them. When you do, then you have to decide to change them. You have to have the courage and the ability, the skill to experience a frightened part of your personality and choose not to act on it. Because you don't want to create the painful consequences that you've created all your life by acting on these parts of your personality. Because you don't want to be out of control anymore and in the control of nicotine or sugar or alcohol or money. Because, you're don't, because you don't want to be an, alcohol, uh, an alcoholic or a workaholic or a perfectionist. And so for your own health, for your own sanity, you change yourself. Okay, so that's where you're loving yourself. I see that now. Okay. All right, well, we're going to be back in just a few more minutes to talk some more with Gary Zukoff about spiritual partnerships and authentic power. Stay tuned. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. We hear it and read about it every day in the news. Stock prices plunging, home prices receding, and unemployment rising to levels not seen since the Great Depression. How can you preserve and increase your wealth in this kind of economy? Tune in to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with host Jay Taylor. Jay will explain the decline of our monetary system and the economy and will give you winning investment ideas and the tools to protect and increase your wealth. Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor can be heard Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific time on the voice america business channel awakened media for a transforming world seventh wave network listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. 
And we're back talking today with Gary Zukoff about spiritual partnerships, his latest book. And uh, I want to talk really more specifically about that now. What can you learn from your spiritual partner? Oh, you can learn a lot. You learn the same thing that you learn from your life, but your spiritual partner will help you. For example, all of the things that we've been talking about to now, how to create authentic power, how to find and how to recognize, find, recognize, and challenge frightened parts of your personality and cultivate loving parts, these are things that only you can do. That's how you create authentic power. It requires your commitment. It requires your courage, your compassion, and your conscious communications and action. That's exactly what's required to create a spiritual partnership. And we have spiritual partnership guidelines, which are in this book, by the way, Spiritual Partnership. And they're also on our website, which is seatofthesoul.com. And when you follow these spiritual partnership guidelines, you'll find that every one of these guidelines that have to do with commitment and courage and compassion and conscious communication and action will change you. They're not about changing other people. So when you are doing that, when you're creating authentic power, when you're striving to create a life of harmony and cooperation and sharing and reverence for life, when you're encountering, because of your own intention, all of the parts of your personality that don't want those things and challenging them, you draw to you others who are doing the same thing, others who want deep and real relationships, and they are your potential spiritual partners. A spiritual partnership is a partnership in which all of the partners are committed to creating authentic power and to assisting one another. It's not just a relationship for couples. It is a new relationship dynamic that is for everyone, for family members, for co-workers, for classmates, uh, for your neighbors. And it is the only relationship that will now satisfy the emerging multi-sensory humanity that is evolving through growing spiritually. All other relationships are relationships that were created to satisfy or to meet the needs of five sensory individuals who were evolving through surviving. And they were surviving by pursuing external power, the ability to manipulate and to control. Multi-sensory humans are evolving by growing spiritually, and they grow spiritually by creating authentic power. And the relationship dynamic that is made for them is spiritual partnership. Spiritual partnership has its own dynamics, but all of the spiritual partnerships are committed, pardon me, all of the spiritual partners in a partnership are committed to creating authentic power themselves and to assisting one another. So that's why I was using the example earlier that if, if I say something and it comes from, it might come from a frightened part of my personality, a spiritual partner might say to me, Gary, is it possible that what you just said came from a frightened part of your personality? Or my spiritual partner might say, Gary, uh, what, what are you feeling right now in your chest? Or they might say, what was your intention, Gary, when you said that? And that gives me the opportunity to do the very thing that I need to do and want to do to create authentic power. Because I can tell you, Andrea, I have lived a life of, I was a sex addict. I have lived a life of anger, of jealousy, of resentment, of feeling inferior, and most of the time feeling arrogant and superior. And there came a time in my life 
when I simply did not want to do that anymore. And you know what? I didn't know what to do about it because it seemed that that's who I was. And what I'm sharing are the tools that you can use, all of the people that are listening to us, to begin to recognize the frightened and loving parts of your personality and see very clearly that they are not who you are. They are parts of your personality, and they can be cult- cultivated in the case of loving parts, and they can be challenged in the case of frightened parts so that they no longer control you if they're frightened parts, and so they begin to fill your life if they're loving parts. And only you can do this for yourself. And spiritual partnership will show you how to do that and also how you can help yourself do that and help one another do that in spiritual partnerships. I'm so excited about having this book available now, and I recommend it to you all. It tells you the, the, the uh, who, why, what, and how of spiritual partnership. And it gives you the spiritual partnership guidelines and goes into them into detail. Some of them I've already mentioned often, such as pay attention to what you can learn about yourself. Pay attention to uh, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're intending. These, this requires commitment. This is what your commitment is to. It's not to a relationship. It's to your own spiritual growth. And it takes courage. It takes courage. For example, a courage guideline, one of them is take responsibility for everything you experience, especially when you're upset. No blaming. Now think about that. When you're upset, if you're not going to blame someone, what else would you do? Blaming is a way of deflecting your attention away from what's happening in you. In other words, pursuing external power, individuals who do that try to change what's outside of them. But individuals who are creating authentic power turn their attention inward and they change what's inside of them. They don't inaccurately think that what other people do cause their pain. What other people do is trigger parts of their personality that are painful to experience. And as long as they continue to try to change other people, that painful part of their personality, the interior dynamic, remains intact, untouched, and ready to be activated again by another trigger. I am suggesting that you take your attention off the triggers because they are countless. And instead, every time you are triggered into anger, jealousy, despair, mania, turn your attention inward at what got triggered because that's what needs to be changed if you're going to change your life. And when you do begin to change that, a frightened part of your personality, you begin to change and meaning and purpose begin to come into your life. The real reason for creating authentic power is so that you can give the gifts that you were born to give. You can't do that when you're caught in the addictive sexual dynamic or you can't stop eating or blaming or judging people. You have to create authentic power. You have to begin to free yourself from your fears before you can begin to give the gifts that you were born to give. And you have gifts to give. Everyone who's listening to us has gifts to give. And your fulfillment and your joy come from giving those gifts. What we're talking about on this show is the very substance of your life, how you will use your time on the earth. It's not about this belief system or that. It's about what you're going to experience, how you're going to use your awareness 
if you choose to develop it into emotional awareness, and how you're going to use your will to either continue to create destructive consequences with painful, frightened parts of your personality, or choose to create constructive, beautiful consequences with the loving parts of your personality, even when a frightened part of your personality is raging or roaring through you. This is the development of mastery. This is the transition, step by step, from victim to creator. And that's the step. Those are the steps. This is the path that all of us are are now walking or will soon walk. Within a few generations, all of humankind will be multisensory. Not everyone is now, but soon, from an evolutionary point of view, very fast, all will. And only the creation of authentic power will now satisfy us and move us along our evolutionary path. The pursuit of external power, the ability to manipulate and to control, is a dead-end, painful, destructive choice. It leads nowhere except into violence and destruction. That's really the choice between love and fear and learning how to recognize it without judging others who may or may not recognize it yet. The question is, do you? And what are you going to do about it? Yep. And it really does require that commitment to keep it going, too. Both On both parties need to be committed to that spiritual partnership to, make it, to, to allow it to grow and continue. Is that true? Your commitment is to, growing, is to growing spiritually yourself. It doesn't matter what anybody else does, including your spiritual partners. Okay. Your spiritual partner may be in a frightened part of her personality, or they may be in frightened parts of their personality, but that's beside the point. The point is, what are you going to do? They may all be upset with you, but are you going to act from a frightened part of your personality, even if one is active? That's the question. That's always the question. What are you going to do with your life? How are you going to use your life? What are you going to contribute to life? Fear or love? That's that's all you can really be responsible for, right? That's it. That's it exactly, Andrea. You put your finger on it. Right. So do spiritual partnerships end? Yes. Yes, spiritual partnerships can end. Okay. A spiritual partnership is a partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. So they're difficult sometimes. They're challenging because they're designed to bring up every frightened part of the personality that obstructs your love. And that's where the commitment comes in, is commitment to finding and challenging and healing those parts. But if one of the spiritual partners decides not to grow, then the reason for the partnership disappears. In other words, spiritual partners stay together as long as they grow together. So this is very different from other types of relationship. This doesn't mean that you don't get stuck in your anger or your jealousy while you're in a spiritual partnership. Of course, those things will come up. And of course, now and then you'll get stuck in them. But getting stuck in them or experiencing them and deciding you don't want to change them is something else. These are different things. Experiencing them or even getting stuck in them is one thing. Deciding you don't want to change them and you continue to not care about changing them, that will end a spiritual partnership. Because the reason for the partnership disappears. The partnership exists 
to help the partners grow spiritually. And if one of the partners decides not to grow spiritually, in other words, decides to start drinking again and doesn't care, or becomes promiscuous and doesn't care about exploiting other people sexually or emotionally, or uh, a, a, a person is, uh, is uh, got a temper and doesn't challenge it and knows about that temper and doesn't challenge it, even though he has challenged it in the past, eventually he won't be interested in being around his spiritual partners and they'll be going other places themselves. But that doesn't mean that there's judgment. It's just a natural dynamic. Like attracts like. That's the universal law of attraction. Okay. All right. So what we've seen now then is that um, each of us individually is on a journey uh, and can decide to commit to taking the journey to authentic power. And in so doing, we attract spiritual partners who will help mirror us in our journey and we will help them mirror them, help to mirror them in their journey so that we can challenge each other's fears and each individual in that relationship can challenge his or her own fears. Isn't that a beautiful picture? Okay. We'll be back in just a few more minutes with our last segment with Gary Zukoff today. Stay tuned. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. SkillsUSA can help. What is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA is life-changing. SkillsUSA is awesome. SkillsUSA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. SkillsUSA is amazing. SkillsUSA is motivating. SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. On the web at SkillsUSA.org. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. You live for the firsts in your child's life. But how do you cope with the firsts that come after your child is diagnosed with cancer? CureSearch.org connects you to the doctors and scientists whose collaborative research has turned childhood cancer from a nearly incurable disease to one with an overall cure rate of 78%. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. 7th Wave Network.
listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with our final segment with Gary Zukoff, and I want to use this time to allow you, Gary, to inform our listeners about any events you have coming up and in this interactive age of the Internet. Tell us how you're changing your website to accommodate the needs of the people you're working with. Thank you, Andrea. If any of you who are listening to us uh, resonate with any of the things that Andrea and I have said, if you would like support in creating authentic power, if you'd like to know more about spiritual partnership, well, one of the things you can do is, is buy and study the book. Read the book and then study the book, Spiritual Partnership, The Journey to Authentic Power. It's my latest book, and it covers everything that we've talked about, and it goes into it in a way that's practical and helpful and supportive. That was my intention. And in addition to that, I'm very excited to say that uh, my spiritual partner and the co-founder of the Seat of the Soul Institute, Linda Francis, and I have been developing ways to support anyone in creating authentic power and spiritual partnership at your convenience wherever you are. We're creating a new online engagement system. It's a website. It's seatofthesoul.com. It's uh, media-rich, lots of video, lots of interactive features, and we're also creating and it will soon be out as well, our very first e-course and uh, called uh, Using Soul Learning. And this e-course is called, will probably be called Awakening to Spiritual Partnership. We're still thinking about what to call it, but it's going to be on spiritual partnership. And this new website and this new e-course are going to be released either this month or next month. So I invite you to come to seatofthesoul.com, S-E-A-T, like what you sit on, of the S-O-U-L dot com. And if you, get a, if you get the new website, you will recognize it in a moment. It's uh, high definition, beautiful images, lots of video, lots of interaction. If you get the old website, it will still give you the spiritual partnership guidelines and tell you what Linda and I are doing and where we're going to be. But because we are creating this online engagement platform, it's no longer necessary for people who want to take the next step in creating authentic power, who want to experiment with finding, with creating spiritual partners at home, to go to a city and uh, come to an event and pay for an event. You can go online. You can begin to learn in a community of online spiritual partners. And I'm very excited about this, and I invite all of you to come and visit us at seatofthesoul.com. Also, I have a Facebook page, and I have a Twitter page, and so please come, and uh, you'll see what we're, what we're up to when you come to Facebook. And on Twitter, it's very interesting because we are sending out, I am sending out thoughts that will help you become aware in the moment of where you are and who you are and what you're doing. And these helpful thoughts can come to your iPhone, to your iPad, to your smartphone, to your laptop, to come to you wherever you are. So I'm looking forward to supporting you, and, uh, 
Andrea, it's, it's been a joy to be on, on your program again. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Let's ask one more final question, and we'll close out with that, because I think this is such an important uh, question that I think might be really, really helpful to, to our listeners. What is your advice to someone who's struggling to discover one's authentic power? You can't discover authentic power. You can only create authentic power. And you can only create it moment by moment, by moment decision by decision. So my suggestion is that you develop emotional awareness and responsible choice, that you begin to use your life as an ongoing moment-to-moment meditation to help you grow spiritually because that's exactly what it is. That is what a journey through the earth school is, a continually unfolding series of opportunities for you to grow spiritually. And my suggestion would be start using them instead of, becoming angry at others, judging others, or judging yourself, or feeling sorry for yourself. Become emotionally aware. Create emotional awareness. Develop it. Choose responsibly. Consult your intuition, which we haven't talked about, but you can learn how on the website and in our books. And enjoy yourself. Absolutely. So it's, it, it, the journey is one in which you allow life experiences and your own inner reactions to transform as, as, you, as you challenge them to transform and you make choices that will create new actions and responses. And as you do that, you evolve internally. Is that correct? That's very close. Okay. <laughs> Pretty close. Okay. All right. Well, uh, again, we really appreciate you being on the show today, Gary, and I'm sure that our listeners have truly benefited from what you've had to say. And I want to remind our listeners that next week, uh, tune in again, because we're going to be talking to Dr. Clarissa, Clarissa Pinkola Estes, the author of the best-selling book, Women Who Run With the Wolves, as well as many others. And we're talking to her for the second time about the wisdom of the dangerous old woman, so tune in for that as well. Um, Gary, this has been a very peaceful interview with you today. I've really enjoyed talking with you. You're, you're um, the convey, not only what you say, but how you're conveying what you say is so solid that it can't be missed, and, and you're so easy to listen to. And so I'm sure that our, our listeners have really benefited from what you had to say today. Thank you, Andrea. It's All a joy right. to be with you. All right. So, listeners, uh, this is the end of our show for today. We've enjoyed uh, talking with you and talking with Gary Zukoff today. And uh, so tune in again next week. And remember, your job, should you choose to accept it, is to give birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week.